And how did the peas heal all their broken bones at once? In a podcast! Yes, excellent! Hello, hello everyone and welcome back. It's me, your host, Kirsty Gledhill, back with another episode of your favourite podcast, There Are Two Kinds of People in This World. From the admin side of things, we now have a mailing list for those of you who are not on the Instagrams or the Facebooks. So if you would like to receive email updates when a new podcast comes out and about other exciting things relating to the Dodcast, then please do drop us an email at thedodcast2 at gmail.com or send us a message on Instagram or Twitter at at the underscore dod underscore cast letting us know you'd like to be added to the mailing list. We hope to shortly have a link where you can subscribe easily, but for now we're going to go about it the old-fashioned way. Also, last time I was told by multiple sources that the bit at the start of the podcast where I gave little snippets of what was to come was misunderstood and it was not quite clear that that's what was happening. So in an attempt to solve that problem, this week I've introduced a really annoying little jingle each time a snippet from the episode is coming up to indicate that it's not just me talking still. If this annoys you, it annoys me too. We're in the same boat, but you've only got yourselves to blame. Today I have an intriguing fellow joining me in the form of Mr Richard Vincent Newnham Dyer, and our topic of interest will be the Myers-Briggs personality test. Coming up on the podcast, Richard finds things interesting. Yeah, that's an interesting one. So I think this is an interesting one. It's interesting because this is this is an interesting one. He does a good job of telling me when we both agree on something. I, I think we would both agree. We both also agree, probably. I think we also both agree. I word things poorly. So we, we've done it with ourselves. We've done it with the duck. If anyone has... Well, I'm going to have to reword that. <laughs> and Richard says nuclear wrong. Nuclear. But I think that's enough spoilers from me. So without further ado, let's get into the fun. could put their hands together to welcome Mr. Richard Dyer to the podcast. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. I'm such a big fan of the podcast. Thank you. Have you listened to it? I've listened to every episode apart from the last two. Okay. So, as everyone knows, every week we get on a new guest and we hash out an issue that we think differently about. Now, luckily, me and Richard have very little in common, so it was easy to find a topic. Um, What have we gone for this week? Well, so I know I know generally you have some kind of dichotomy, you know, some situation I don't know what that word. Some situation where one person thinks one person thing and the other person thinks another thing. I think that's what it means. But I was thinking instead of there are two types of people in this world, there are 16 types of people in this world. Oh damn. 
How we about... need 14 friends real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any friends? Um, Ellie! Ellie! <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's... How many is that? That's one friend. Well, I said it twice, so... So that... Is that two? I think so. Okay, so how many do we have now? Is that 14? You're the mathematician here. Uh, 15. We need one more. Okay. I'm just going to really quickly Brack? what the word... Google what the word Brack? dichotomy means. Yeah, let's get... Let's get Brack on Okay, well. okay. Can everyone welcome to the podcast Mr. Barack Obama? Wow, it's so good to see you, Barack Obama. Oh, I see you're the strong, silent type, Mr. Obama. <laughs> but it's nice to have you with us, even if you don't vocally contribute to the podcast. What a privilege, yes. What's that? What's that? He's just whispering something in my ear. Oh, he said he's not going to talk in the podcast, but he's going to nod along to when he agrees with us. And he's, he's nodding along right now, so I think that's a good sign. Was he not just agreeing with him just then, or agreeing with you repeating what he just said? I think he was agreeing. He, it was like an, in anticipation of agreeing what we're with, with everything we're, we're about say, to say think, yeah, yeah 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 so he's going to agree with both of us completely violating the whole point of the podcast right uh yes because i suppose if he agrees with what you say and with what i say that then implies that you could actually be both kinds of person and it, there could just be one kind of person in the world i think does it would that make your this whole podcast redundant i think so well <laughs> yeah so 16 types of people in this world 16 types of person i, I should probably say in this world Myers-Briggs test. I don't know whether you, what you think about the Myers-Briggs test. I'm 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 skeptical personally. Why? I think I'm not sure if how well founded it is in psychology in research. I th- I don't know if it's just a popular thing that people jump on. You know, like pop psychology, uh, thinking it can tell you everything you want to know about mm-hmm, a person mm-hmm. when actually it's just you know a bit of fun. Doesn't tell you that much. But mm-hmm. regardless. It is a way, maybe arbitrarily, mm-hmm. to divide the population into 16 different types of person. Okay, and can you give us, for anyone who doesn't know what the Myers-Briggs test, can we have a quick rundown of what it is? Yeah, um, so the Myers-Briggs test is a, a kind of personality quiz, uh-huh. kind of quiz, a kind of test. And we've got, it, there's, there's, there's four different categories. There's four, four different categories. And each and of them has two options. That's right. So for you probability fanatics out there, bit of counting, that means we have two to the four possible options, which is 16. And there's the bit of maths for the episode. Oh, wasn't that great? That's, it's, it's just amazing how maths does that sometimes, isn't it? Maths is beautiful. Yeah. Do you know what shit? Physics. Wait a second. Oh, wait, is this what... <laughs> God, this is the next next episode. Okay, this is next the next episode. episode. I oh my gosh, are you are you is that, you're effectively inviting me back on for another episode here? Let's see how this goes. Okay, we'll see, see how it goes. Okay, I think it's gonna. But be... Barack seems Barack seems optimistic. I reckon Barack this is, is a, this is a dream trio. I would say <laughs> Mr. Obama, as I would call a president, ex president Obama, as I would call him, mm. is uh, not is nodding his head. I'd call him B Dog. Okay, I would I. I probably wouldn't call him that. <laughs> <laughs> there are two types of people in this world. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my goodness! So there are four categories. Four categories. I've just looked this up on Wikipedia. It's an introspective self-report questionnaire. You can now donate to Wikipedia, by the way, everyone. You, I think you've been able to I, do that for a while. Really? Yeah. Oh well. Well, you know, go do it. Wikipedia is fantastic. Yeah, and Wikipedia, if you want to sponsor this podcast, actually, that's not how it works, is it? No, I think, I think, so we've, we've definitely got someone from Adidas listening at the minute and I think they're trying to figure out how to get Wikipedia on board How to get Wikipedia well. on Yeah, board. okay, that's good. <laughs> so 
the four types, the yes. four things. Hit us with number one. Right. Let, let me let me scroll down to that section of the. Um... So they're each given a letter to sort of uh, summarize yeah. what it is. So the mm. first one. The first one. Here we go. The four di- and would you believe it? Read out what that says right there. As opposed to science and mathematics, which feared more sensing and judging, a questionnaire of 27,787 high school... Oh, Oh, Carl Jung. Yeah, Carl Jung, but sure. Four dichotomies was the bit I was referring to, which is just a quick callback. Oh, and we learned what dichotomy was earlier, didn't we? Oh, good times. Yeah, so this, I think, think to some extent, the Myers-Briggs test is based on Carl Jung and stuff that he said at one point. Carl Jung, I think it's pronounced. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> um, so if anyone's seen, two, um, there are two types of people in this world. <laughs> if anyone's seen Johnny English Reborn, that just reminded me of one of my favourite moments. Here's the pointless TV reference for the episode that no one cares about, except for Rachel Weller. Enjoy this one, Rachel. When he's on the plane and the flight attendant comes over and <laughs> it's like a, a guy, a flight attendant is, is a guy and he's got a name tag that says Susan on it. And Johnny English's assistant's like, um, sir, I don't think his name's Susan. And Johnny English is like, it's pronounced Shushan. (laughs) (laughs) So so, so we've got four possibilities of two, or or dichotomies. You could call it that if you want. Bit pretentious, but... um, Uh, Yeah, Barack agrees, I think. Barack agrees. Thanks, Barack. I appreciate that. Here we go. So, first category... Extroversion or introversion? Mm-hmm. E and I. E and I. Or I and E. Depending on your on your take. Depending on what type of person. We'll have another podcast. <laughs> no, it's E and I. <laughs> no, it's I and E. Sorry, Kirsty just sort of gestured for me to respond because I guess that's the whole format of this yeah, podcast. Yeah, he was he was real slow. Extroversion and introversion. We have said that before. E and I. Or I and E. So the first thing you might want to ask yourself now, Myers Briggs test. You might do some kind of quiz. I think there are plenty of good quizzes out there on the internet. We've we've both done a quiz. Yeah, a, te- a test you could say. Just the other week I did one on locations of brown bears in the US. That was fun. And and what was the outcome of that? There's a lot of them. I did one like that and um yeah, I failed. So the <laughs> So we've got okay. I and E slash E and I. I and E slash E and I. So the first, so you can do these quizzes online, but you you might just let, let's just ask ourselves now: Are we E or are we I? So I personally think I probably fall somewhere in between. So you might call you might call someone who's half extroverted and half introverted an ambivert. There's an interesting fact for the listener at home: ambiverts or an IE, a bit like I dot E when you're. Sort of yeah. saying, you know, when you're writing something and you're like, oh, in other words, I'm going to put I dot E. Do you know what that sounds for? Introvert, extrovert. I think, let me just... If you if you say no now, you're going to invalidate everything that we've said so far. Because as far as I know, the only thing we've recorded is us going, it's E and I. Or I and E. Depends what you think. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot no, of let's get back on track. It. So it's E and I. No, or I and E. So. <laughs> I-E, I-E is in the phrase that we've just described. Stands is a Latin phrase for id est. And it means that is. That is an interesting fact for you. So, so I and E, i.e. an ambivert, which is both of them. Mm-hmm. I would say I'd probably fall somewhere in there. So when I did the test, I got about 50% of both of them. I think it was maybe a, a 48-52 split. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so just in case anyone's not sure, what are the, if you had to sum up the points that make you an extrovert and points mm, that make you an introvert. Good question. 
So I, I would say one of the best ways that you can categorise extroverts and introverts is to say... Cool and lame? Or Yeah, so so like someone like you, an extrovert, would be... Really cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're probably right, yeah. I'm not going to argue with that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You shouldn't argue with that. Let me dominate the conversation, okay? <laughs> Yeah, I, so I don't know if you've seen this. Oh, you're not really a TikTok user, are you? No, I'm not. But there's... Um, I'm, th- I'm over 15. Okay, well, that wasn't necessary. I guess there are two types of people in this world. <laughs> oh. So I actually... So this, that reminds me of something else, which I was going to say. We're it reminds me of Line of Duty, where they drop Line of yeah, Duty so at that's, all like, that's exactly what I was going to say. That's exactly what I was going to say. It's like... I, oh, it's like, so insane. You just want to be the guy in the, the film who says the line of the film. It's like... Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although I have to say, the only person who said there are two kinds of people in this well in this podcast so far is you, like ten times. <laughs> but that's because you want to be that person. Like, I've not seen Baby Driver, but you might be the guy who's like, <laughs> who's a baby driving a car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I would say the way that you can categorise introverts and extroverts is by saying, if you're an introvert, you're the sort of person who it does doesn't mean you're antisocial. I think so. I think that's maybe a common misconception of introverts mm-hmm. is that they don't like being around people. They don't like socialising. I don't think that's true. Agreed. I think the way you maybe define an introvert is that they function better or they they need time on their own to sort of recuperate, to re-energise, to kind of feel themselves again. Whereas as an extrovert, you might prefer time around other people as an opportunity to... To energise or to recuperate. Like that is is your optimum state of relaxing or chilling. Whereas maybe for an introvert, it would be like watching something by themselves or, or mm. just doing whatever but on their own so they can get a bit more energy back up I, th- I think that's a really a really good way to put it and I think being being an introvert kind of conjures up this impression that you you don't want to go out and socialize like you maybe don't want to go mm-hmm. to parties you're maybe very quiet mm-hmm. um you're not confident um or you don't necessarily have a lot of self-confidence perhaps that might be another sort of classic stereotype and I think I think that's not really the case I think there's there's a whole load of different types of people in the world you know, I'm. I'm actually. I gonna, would say there's two, but um, I'm, I'm gonna. Well, <laughs> you should all listen to my podcast. <laughs> there are lots of types of people in this world, which I think will give you a much more balanced view of the world. So, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, there are lots of different types of people in this world. It is possible, I believe. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm. I, I'm. Hey, I'm. I'm no psychologist. I'm just some guy sitting in front of some girl educating you about the rigorous categories of personality types. <laughs> that really, that definitely sounded not prepared at all. Let, let's get back to this little motivational speech for the first category. You know, there are lots of different types of people in the world. I don't think there's anything wrong with being someone who's super confident on stage, for example, or in front of certain Jordan Rasko Poulos. I know who, exactly who you're talking about. Aussie person. Yeah, Axis who awesome. used to be an Axis? Or are they still together? I'm not sure. I I was going to see them at the Edinburgh Fringe a few years ago, but they I didn't they get canceled. a ticket in time. Uh, yeah, well, anyway, Axis Awesome. They're 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 a good they're a good old group. They've they got are. some good vids on YouTube. Mm. Would recommend. But loves performing, like really natural performer. Yeah. Gets manic social anxiety. Mm. Exactly. One on one situations. Exactly. And so you you might say, well, we have to categorize people into either introvert or extrovert in my personal opinion i think everyone experiences different feelings towards different situations and if that's not something to take away from this podcast i don't know what is barack is giving a a nod of approval a really hearty nod 
He's also wearing a tan suit. I don't know if that's a reference <laughs> anyone would get, but wearing a tan suit. So. It was actually a reference to something. It's, it's sufficiently niche that it's not really a reference. I think I saw a tweet once which was like, why is he wearing a tan suit? <laughs> so that's, oh, that's Twitter, what I'm referencing. Yeah. Twitter and TikTok. I love um, the internet. The, in- the internet is well. Guys, if you haven't heard of this thing called the internet, then I would get on it as soon as possible. It's this little black box with a red flashing light on the top of it. What I'm saying is check out the internet. It is effectively. It's a kind of box, some like somewhere in California. It's this big mm. metal box, and people use it to talk to each other. Oprah's in charge of it, I think. So, um, do you do you have anything else you want to say on extrovert introvert? I realise I've dominated this conversation. Ironically, I know, I know. Um, I don't think so. I think being extroverted doesn't make you social. Social necessarily, yeah. It doesn't. It, it doesn't. It doesn't make you necessarily popular or yeah. very loud. You can yeah. you can be an extrovert and be very quiet. There I, are, I agree. I think that's a common misconception as well. But what is interesting is that I would I would consider myself to be you know on the on the verge of being an introvert on the on the introverted side of things. Mm, why I, is that? I th- I think I do like I do like socialising. I do like to be in a social setting. Like I think mm-hmm. I, I said this to you early. Like being around people, relationships with people, socialising, knowing people, talking to people is one of the most important things in the world. Like without a doubt, the the whole reason that homo sapiens the species that we are like the whole reason humans have developed to this point in life to to what we are today is because we talk to people we interact with people we tell stories and that sort of stuff Mm -hmm. that being said i think personally for me like sometimes i do like to sort of recharge by being on my own Mm -hmm. whereas i think maybe for you i don't know if you would agree but would you say you maybe fall on the extroverted side of things yeah so i would i would say i'm not like manically extrovert like Mm. i'll so when we took this test, what did you get percentage-wise? You were forty-eight percent. Yeah, forty-eight, fifty-two, or something. 52, yeah. very, very much in the middle. I think I was about seventy-five extra, twenty-five mm. intro. So like, I would say that I definitely, I like being around people. I get very lonely very quickly, and I don't really like being on my own with nothing to do. If I'm like, if I've got a task to do, so we're in the working week. Like, I'm not. It doesn't phase me being on my own because I'm like busy thinking about stuff or like whatever, but. On, the, on like on a weekend or whatever I don't like being on my own because I, I start to think too much and I don't mm. like thinking too much about stuff so I would say I definitely thrive around people but I do also need some time on my own so every every day I do a couple of hours of exercise which is by nature like manifestly a solo activity and I don't like not doing that at all and part of the reason for that is probably because it's my time in the day to sort of like think about stuff and like mm. so I definitely have like an introverted part but I would say by and large I very much thrive in social settings yeah I think I think it's 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 tough to like make the distinction really isn't it because it, in a similar vein maybe maybe it might just be the case that I prefer a little bit more of that time on my own to think things through yeah and stuff but that that doesn't mean that I don't necessarily get some get energized in some respect from being around people it's just maybe just slightly to a lesser extent mm. it's, it's or maybe spectrum, maybe, maybe it? you enjoy it in the same way or, mm. or or maybe you don't but but i think introverts can enjoy social settings in the same way mm. but just very much need them to end at some point like it and it's not a needing to end because you're bored yeah. or because you're unhappy mm. it's just because like this is right this is getting too much like yeah. i need i need to chill for a bit yeah exactly yeah. It's, it's not that you don't like the company of others it's just that you need that time to recharge mm. whereas i think i would always like just take the hit and mm. be a bit tired mm. the next day 
and that yeah. would be my preference. I, th- I think, to, to be fair, I think for me, like, it almost would be my preference as well. Mm. But it just, it, yeah, it just depends on mindset. I think, you know, mood plays a role, I think. Oh, I, Barack doesn't like that. Barack, first of all, you're wearing a tan suit. So can you can you really <laughs> have any opinion on this? Also, for, for <clears> the people at home, um, you're really missing out on a lot because the facial expressions and body language that, that Mr. Dyer is contributing to the conversation are, are incredible and a true testament to how great he'd be on video. Um, yeah. Is, is there anywhere that people could find you on video, Richard? Yeah, so you know how we were talking about the internet before? Which yeah. may or may not be cut out of the final draft of the podcast. Yeah. Well, on the internet, there is this platform called YouTube. And, and is that like, is that a www dot thing? You put in W yeah. and then you H- type in... HTTPS. HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash www.youtube.com. And if you look on there, you might actually find some videos... Of um, you, of me. Oh there. wow! Oh, and and if you if you were looking for them specifically, what what might you type in? So you might actually type in Richard Vincent, which is which is actually utilising one of my middle names, and um, I make one videos of, on there. One of one of my middle names. You might find videos on there about life, about the universe. Some are a bit goofy. Some are a bit more serious. Mm-hmm. Um, some some have science. amazing camera work. Some yeah. Some have um, what could be described as amazing camera work because they're placed on a tripod. Um, what about? <laughs> anyway um shall we move on to the second category then let's move on to the second okay. category so this this is more of an interesting one so introverted extroverted which we've only talked for we've only talked about for about 40 minutes or so, so yeah. not very long hopefully you won't have had to listen to as much of that as we have the next category is sensing and intuition so this is how you prefer to take in information mm-hmm Okay. okay, you're gonna have to tell me about this one because I'm still not 100 percent clear on what yeah. the two things mean. It's it's a bit of more it's a bit of a less intuitive one, uh-huh. I think, which is ironic. ironic. Oh, <laughs> oh Jinx Badlock, Kirsty Gladhill. Not my full name. Kirsty Dog Gladhill. Thank you. Dogcast. Dogcast. I just did the cool thing where you uh, put your fingers together and then like whap them like you did in year nine. Mm-hmm. So, in, so the, the intuition. The... Yeah. Um, okay. So sensing. Is the first of the two categories. Uh-huh. Let me describe sensing to you. So, if you are more of a sensing person, that means you focus on the reality of how things are. You pay attention to concrete facts and details. You prefer ideas that have practical applications, and you like to describe things in a specific and literal way. Uh-huh. Okay. So on the other side mm-hmm. is intuition. If you're intuitive, you imagine the possibilities of how things could be. You notice the bigger picture, see how everything connects. You enjoy ideas and concepts for their own sake, and you like to describe things in a way that are figurative or poetic. Right. Would you say? Would, would, does that make sense? Do you think? So I think so. Can I? Can I just yeah, have yeah, a take, quick take look? Take a quick look. Ah. So, so I, just for the record, I was just saying that from memory, but we are now going to refer to um, <laughs> a document I happened to have open on my phone in front of me. But he wasn't uh, reading from. But I wasn't reading from it. I just, I just know this stuff. So I, I'm going to get at my results of what I actually scored on this one. So I think I understand the two things. So, so basically, if you're sensing, you like to be grounded in what you're saying. You may, mm. it, it's maybe maybe this one is kind of like scientific versus artistic or, in, in, or could be interpreted in that in some mm. ways as in you're more data focused or you're yeah. more you want proofs of things mm. you want you want to know things are true whereas mm. maybe the intuition one is more like vibing the way i think about it is if you're more of an intuitive person you might you know you might be very happy to like 
talk about a theory or talk about an idea that doesn't isn't grounded in reality that doesn't have any substantive you know applications but it's just purely for the for the sake of being something to think about or talk about you think there's value in that so so i actually scored 70 percent on the towards the sensing side Mm. which is the more data focused proof based Mm. one which i find interesting thinking about it because when we were talking about this so we we did this test a week or so ago Mm. and when we were talking about it at the time i remember being like yeah that's about right but like just reading those things there i don't know i feel like i do quite a lot of the time like sometimes we'll be having conversations about like stuff like studies and things and i tend Mm. to switch off when like things like that are mentioned which are more fact driven but i kind of really i do definitely like like hypothesizing about random things Mm. and talking about stuff i don't really know a lot about but sort of speculating about it so so another characteristic of sensing and intuition is sensing like to describe things in a very specific literal sense whereas Mm -hmm. if you're intuitive you might be very happy with a more figurative approach. I think, to be fair, maybe 70% is fair then because it doesn't, that's still quite a lot mm. on the, like 70, 30, like 30 is still a fair chunk yeah. that's like left for the vibing stuff. But I think maybe I would prefer that more in in situations that I don't feel need a proof. Like in, in maths and physics, like you're literally trying to describe the world, you want to do it accurately. So mm. I think you should be able to prove stuff. Whereas if you're talking about feelings more, like I don't think there's any empirical way to measure how someone is feeling so i think maybe with that sort of stuff i'm more inclined to mm. vibe the feelings wise yeah that's an interesting one and i think so so i was more i think i was came more on the in- intuitive end so i think i was possibly the, the other way around so 70 like 30 yeah something yeah. like 70 30 intuitive. But on the, we're a great match yeah it just <laughs> wow like two puzzle pieces you can really try and weld <laughs> yeah. together but they just <laughs> they won't just go, go. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, so anyway, so, but I think, I think like, I feel the same way and I think my 70% maybe makes sense as well because I sort of like, g- generally speaking, like I quite like the bigger picture concepts. Like mm-hmm. so I, I definitely get more bogged down with the details occasionally. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I do think that the best teachers don't beat around the bush. Like they mm. are very specific and they just get to the point. Yeah. But they... they have a good way of telling you it. And it isn't mm. necessarily the most formal yeah. way of telling you it, but they they have a a way that communicates it effectively mm. and it gives you the facts mm. but whilst communicating it in a way that you understand. So it's a good combination of both, I would say. Yeah. I think this is this is an interesting one because I think if you think on the grand scale and in figurative terms all the time then it might be hard to get things done. It might be hard to, like, make substantive progress. But on the other side of things, if you're too specific all the time, then you do, you miss out on that bigger picture. If you're spending all your time fixating on the details, mm. some, you might not be able to see the wood from the trees. What a stupid phrase. <laughs> I, I do genuinely hate that phrase, more than anything. He's used it about five times in the last day. <laughs> okay, so let, shall we, let, let's move on to the next category. Mm. So I think mm. we're doing fairly well. We're... We're about slightly under an hour in, mm-hmm. aren't we? Um, let's move on to... For ha- them, it's probably 20 minutes or so. 20 minutes. I hope you're having a good time. Let's, let's, let's just take a let's moment Let's just take here. a moment, yeah. Let's take a moment. I hope you're having a good day. So moving on to the third category, how do you prefer to make decisions? So there are two ways... <laughs> there, are two, there are two types of categories in this next category, which might surprise you. <laughs> this is one of the twos in the two to the four we talked about earlier. Yeah, yeah. if you recall back to that segment at, at the that beginning. brilliant segment. 
so I'm going to ask you, Kirsty, how do you prefer to make decisions? Now, there are two possible ways that you can make decisions according to Myers-Briggs. Mm-hmm. You can think or you can feel. Okay, and can you give me a, a wee... A wee bullet point summary, as as if someone imagine someone on Wikipedia had written down a list of bullet points to summarize either of those things. Yeah. What do you think that might say? I'll, okay, I'll do my best at imagining, but this is just coming straight from my memory, <laughs> so I'll try my best. Um, if you're a thinking person, you might make decisions in an impersonal way using logic and reasoning. Mm-hmm. You might value justice and fairness. You might enjoy finding the flaws in an argument. And you could be described as reasonable and level-headed. Yes, very good. And how about if you were a feeler? Yeah, so if you're a feeler, you base your decisions on personal values and how your actions affect others. Uh-huh. You value harmony and forgiveness. Uh-huh. You like to please others and point out the best in people. And you could be described as warm and empathetic. Mm. 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 So, Richard. Interesting. Uh, very interesting. Um, I think we differ on this one as well so on the contrary or do so we f- oh no we, we both agree on this one we do we? actually both agree on this one mm. so for a long time i was a t i was a thinker mm. i think i still think to some extent there's a bit there's a bit, a there's a bit of that in you so we are both we are both feeling mm-hmm. i for a long time i was a thinker i was an int oh and lately i've been an inf so you used to be int Yes. And which, which is a, a sort of shortening of introvert. And so it would make more sense. Amazing, yeah. Short, Whereas shortening of now integer. you're shortening of inferno. Or infinite. Inferno's colour of your hair. It's ginger. Inferno's not a colour. It's fire in it. Fire's fire. orange. Yeah. Fire on your head. Well, it depends what um, chemicals, like elements you put in. So true. If you had lithium in there. Is it lithium, or is lithium red? What's the blue one? Is it copper? Copper is blue. I miss and chemistry. One is blue and one chemistry is green. Chemistry is fun. It is fun, apart from when you have to do titrations, which... Strong disagree. I, I loved... I, I wholeheartedly love t- titrations. I, it, this may be another podcast in itself. I, in fact, I'm going to put out a poll at the end of this podcast to mm. see who else loved titrations. The, the point I would like to make here is that phenylphthalene, oh, purple, purple to clear, oh. I'm willing to accept. I'm willing to accept. Are, are you on about methyl orange? You're damn right I'm because on about I under- No, I do understand this grievance. I think I think it's an absolutely atrocious thing to make poor children yeah. try and distinguish between... And this is coming from a colour-able person, right? Yeah. Across the table from me, I have sitting a very blind with respect to certain colours boy. Yes, mildly very colourblind. Mildly. As a mechanic in the 1800s might do, let's put this train back on the rails. So I think this is an interesting one because... So what was your percent on this one? Can you remember? I, I can't remember. I can't mm, remember. I think, I think it was relatively close. Maybe 60-40. It's interesting because I would. I, I think we would both agree that we value justice and fairness, which is the thinker. Mm-hmm. But f- harmony and forgiveness. So a classic example might be, do you continue to argue your points even when it's maybe at the expense of other people? Or do you choose yes. to concede? And I and I, for a long time, I think I would have always said, you know what, doing saying the right thing and making sure that everything is done in a just way is mm-hmm. the best outcome. But, you know, maybe I think that sometimes... Well, it's, it's difficult, There's, isn't it? Because... It's, it's tricky. I think it depends what you're talking about as mm. to which side I'd pick for this one. Yeah. Because I think if it's something that I believe to be truly very important, mm. then I would maybe fight my case. But I think the only things that I would consider to be important enough would mm. be related to feeling, as in uh, things that were going to negatively impact others' feelings. Like, so particularly with, like, I don't know, prejudices, for mm. instance. Like, 
I like to think I would fight my case on that, mm. on those topics. Because although in the moment I'm not sort of doing what the other person wants me to, I like to think it would be beneficial for both them and other people if if they sort of thought about it a bit more and mm. were like, oh, maybe I should think about this differently. Yeah, that's very that's very noble of you. Thank you, I'm a good person. I Do you think you're a good person? I know I'm a good person. Or do you feel you're a good person? I just know it. I don't do either. I'm at 50. I'm actually not. I'm 91% feeling, which is quite high. <laughs> yeah. Um, that is, that's very high, isn't it? That's very high. I'm, I am As ruled by go. my emotions. I think it's fair to say that you do sort of feel your way around decision making, maybe. I think I get quite strong emotions. Mm. Like, I try and logically fight my way out of them or whatever, but I think mm. I do generally find it fairly hard to go against what my heart or my emotions are telling me. Mm. Yeah, and one one of the categories was, was one of the, like, things that summarised it, like, you want to please people and, like, I'm definitely a people pleaser. Mm. Like, if, I think if, if I'm in a social setting and I feel there's some tension or some, like, something's not quite right or two people are at odds, then I'm mm. very much, like, I have to work to fix this and to, like... yeah. Yeah. Whereas, whereas I think so. Contrary to that, I think I don't like it when there's tension. Mm-hmm. But I don't. Maybe it's because I don't. I think you're very. You are very good at dealing with those situations and acting maybe as like a diplomatic sort of potus. Potus, you could say. Mm. I, I, w- I wouldn't have used that phrase, but oh, he's, he's, he's on the fence. Kind of, yeah, he's we're, kind we're of not, swaying not, his head side. We're to not side. sure. Huh? But a sort of yeah, a middleman in a way, a middle woman. Mm. And uh, whereas I think I think. I don't like those situations and it's unfortunate when people feel like that. But I, I sometimes don't see how I can help or I don't consider it I, I don't consider myself capable of helping this. I think I think that's maybe a, stay out of those a bit more. I think it probably is unique to the situation as mm. to whether intervening helps because yeah. I think a lot of the time, like, I will always intervene. Mm. But quite a lot of the time I'm sure I make it worse. Like I I don't think mm. it's necessarily a good thing to intervene, but I just can't not yeah. I find it very tricky not to. Yeah, I think I think I have become better in, in recent history at intervening when it when I would say it matters. It matters, yeah. Intervention doesn't necessarily have to be direct intervention. It could be like checking up on the person afterwards. Yeah. Or maybe even deferring to someone else saying, hey, do you think we can sort of help with the situation? Mm, or someone who knows them better. You can yeah. see what they think they're feeling. Because exactly. often we misinterpret things as well. Like I'm very much a... Mm. I think I'm quite empathetic, but not always rightly so like I I think I read into them as if they were me so if they do something that if I did it would mean I was angry or it would mean I was sad Mm. then I would assume that's what it meant for them whereas obviously that's not always the case like different people can show their feelings in different ways yeah definitely sometimes it's sometimes hard to tell isn't it Mm. but I think that there are occasions where it is more black and white Mm -hmm. or when it is it's fairly apparent that some kind of intervention would be a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Shall we Shall we move on to the last one? Yeah, let's move on to the last one. I think that sounds like a good a good plan. So the final of the four categories. Mm-hmm. Now let's just do a quick recap. So we've had two possible options for the first one, two for the second, two for the third. That's two to the three. For this final category, you also incidentally have two options. And so what would that be overall? Uh, I just don't know how you would work that out. I just don't know how you'd figure that one out. So I, Such it, like, a classic intuitive intuitively, <laughs> intuitively, I want to say... Oh, it's about... <laughs> it's like, about 10. <laughs> yeah, maybe, but it's actually 2 to the 4, which is 16. Yeah. The final category is how do you prefer to live your outer life? Now, I haven't heard it be described as this before. This is an interesting Damn. one. Damn, okay. And by haven't heard it being described as this, this is coming from memory, so I have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> as opposed to it just being written down in front of me. So, you are either... 
judging or perceiving. Okay, and what do those different things mean? I wonder, would you like to read them out this time? Yeah, sure. So, uh, if if you're a judging person... Uh, you prefer to have matters settled. You think rules and deadlines should be respected. You prefer to have detailed step-by-step instructions to things. Uh, and you like to make plans and want to know what you're getting into. So I would I would say, to summarise that, you sort of like to know where you stand with things. You like to have a plan. You, you're not so, so keen on the spontaneity of stuff. Uh, on the other end, perceiving, or if you're a P, um, you prefer to leave your options open you see rules and deadlines as flexible uh you like to improvise and make things up as you go and you are spontaneous and enjoy surprises and new situations Mm. so i think we scored the same on oh did we score the same on this one i'm a i'm a j i'm a j okay we're both j's Uh so i think we also both agree that being spontaneous and surprises new situations etc are great and mm-hmm. lots of fun yeah but i think we both also agree probably that we we tend to fall on the side of actually wanting to plan things i think we both like the idea of spontaneity like yeah. i think it's it's quite an appealing thing but mm. if we actually live our lives that way it's quite anxiety inducing mm. do you think that's fair to say i think that's fair to say yeah i think it's like i like the idea of having like a chocolate cake and putting lotus spread on top and, and have done that this week but in practice <laughs> It just it makes me feel really unwell. He's thrown up twice whilst filming this. Yeah, I have. Just right here on the table. <laughs> it's a bit gross. <laughs> Barack is licking it up. I don't know what he's doing. No. <laughs> Sorry if you're listening, Barack. Okay. Right, let's start wrapping up. <laughs> let's wrap up now. Let's, let's, so, let's... so the final thing is that in the one that we did, which is called like 16 personality test or mm. something, they give you a like strategy at the mm. end, which is basically like a summing up of how you live your life yeah. basically so what was yours can you remember mine mine was something to do with gradual improvement i yeah. can't remember exactly something, what the because i think was. you're often quite quite keen to better yourself yeah I, I guess so like I, I i aspire to have a growth mindset i don't necessarily uh-huh. know if i always achieve it but i always want to feel like there's there's room for improvement yeah i yeah. suppose yeah yeah and mine was social engagement mm. which i think is fairly accurate like I, I think what brings me most joy is definitely like being with people or planning things or like mm. organizing stuff yeah um so I think that was... They summed us up pretty well, didn't they? I think so. I think they did a pretty good job. Myers they, and Briggs. They did. Well done to them. They also gave us um, a list of other like famous people who had taken the test mm. and who had gotten the same. So what is your overall four category? So I am an INFJ. Yes. And an example of someone who who is also an INFJ, Nelson Mandela. Right. And I am an... ESFJ and an example of someone else who is also an ESFJ Taylor Swift so there's no real winner different they're different people they are different people and you know what that is basically what the whole test was about it is isn't it that's about what this whole podcast is about Mm -hmm. there are different people in the world and you know, you know what makes a world is lots of what different people. What makes a world? Oh, mm-hmm. It, it takes Taylor Swift. It takes Taylor Swift to make a world. It takes Nelson Mandela. It takes Mandela. Nelson Mandela. It, it takes, takes Barack. Who has now left. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the world is not just made up of 16 categories. It's made up of se- over 7 billion categories. Because everyone is a unique individual. Aw, very sweet. You still think there are two types of people in there's this world, There's definitely don't you? only two. Right, There's, well. there's, there's two. Also, Monica from Friends was my personality type. 
Yes. Which makes me very happy. Do you think that Monica from Friends and Taylor Swift are similar? In my head, no, but evidently so. Evidently they are Mm. the same person. Yeah. Do you remember when Taylor Swift used to just sing like country songs? Uh, Fearless, what a great album. Can we all just... I mean, you may not know that. But you know the one with Love Story and like You Belong With Me, like yeah. the classics. That mm. was that album was called, I think, was called Fearless. That was one of like the first albums I listened to. So the very first album I listened to was the Duck Song album by Brian Toden. Did um, that have the Duck Song on it? It did have the Duck Song on That's it. That's the one where the duck goes to the lemonade stand. Yeah, and he wants some grapes. But they don't have any grapes. Uh, no, but he keeps coming back. He's, he's honestly, it's like Einstein <laughs> literally said, <laughs> insanity is <laughs> fine. Definition. But the but thing is, this... he, he keeps coming back, doesn't he? He does. But then one day... They have great... It's like... Yeah. I, is, is Einstein's theory wrong? Oh, no. No, but that's just well, that was just one e of the E equals MP squared. <laughs> INFJ squared. <laughs> no! The thing about the duck song... Mm-hmm. Oh, if we're just going to carry along this route for a second... Yeah. Is that that tells you something important. That it tells you that perseverance... Being polite, because that duck is never rude to the He's not, owner of the lemonade Honestly, stand. an angel of a duck. And he perseveres. Mm-hmm. He, he's resilient. He keeps getting knocked down. Mm-hmm. But he keeps picking himself back up. We are up, writing this guy's CV for him. Going back to the lemonade stand. Going back to that stand. Asking. Asking strong. He, mm, demanding. And going, do you have, please, sir, do you have any grapes? Mm. And one day, the, he gets the owner the grapes. has grapes. But on that day, if I recall correctly. I think you do. The duck turns rogue. I thought he shot the lemonade manager. Oh, Yeah. But yeah, that, there's an important lesson to be learned there. If, if I had to guess, mm-hmm. I would say the duck is E, extroverted. Yeah. I would say he's a figurative guy. I would say he's an N. He is He is an N because he sees the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's yeah. E-N, so he's a combination of us to start off with. Yeah. And I then, think he's a feeler. He's, he's definitely a feeler. Mm, he does and a not perceiver, maybe. A feeler and a perceiver. Uh, and a perceiver, yeah. I feel like he's just... But then he, he regimentedly went back to that stand every day. Maybe he's not a perceiver. Mm, yeah, no, I would be tempted to say he's a judger. Mm. ENF, ENFJ? ENFJ. So he shares three with you. And three with me. Yeah. Wow. Damn. Shall we... Should we stop now? <laughs> so we can get on with our lives. <laughs> I, I, honestly, Kirsty, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. It's the first it's... thing I want to say. Oh, thank you for coming on, Richard. Thank you so much to everyone at home as well who listen, listen to it. Because I, mm. I think it's, it's really cool. Oh, yeah. Um, if, if anyone out there... So we, we've done it with ourselves. We've done it with the duck. If anyone has... What? I'm gonna have to reword that. Um, <laughs> you, you what? So we've analysed our personalities. We've analysed the duck's personality. Yeah. If any listeners out there have a character or person that you really want us to speculate about, whether they're E or I, N or S, F mm. or T, J or P, then please do send in your suggestions. We will speculate wildly and probably offend people in the process. Yeah, and and if you want to test your own personality, find out what you are. Mm-hmm. Go to um, 16personalities.com, yeah. and maybe. Yeah, they should maybe post on your Instagram or, or maybe mm. on your mailing list. Can they reply to you on your mailing list? Indeed, indeed. Thank you. The mailing list, for those who've forgotten. If you want to sign up to our mailing list, uh, drop us a message on Instagram or email mm. us. We're the dodcast2 at gmail.com. We're on Twitter and Instagram at, at the underscore dod underscore cast. Please get in touch. Thank you ever so much for listening. And can we all give Richard um, a big big moment of silence to thank him for being on the show and uh and that will be the end i think so thank you richard thank you kirsty richard sorry shall i just shall i just go